welcome to the 15th episode of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I couldn't be more happy that you're here. If you're a busy mom like me, who's trying to manage it all, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll hear how to make life calmer, more organized, and today, you'll even learn how to keep your cool. I'm so excited to get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how meditation can make you a better mom. I know if you're not already meditating, you think you have no time for this foolishness. But in today's episode, you're going to learn that even a few minutes of silence can literally change everything in your household. And I don't mean the kids being silent. I mean you being silent. Does any yelling ever happen in your household? Any tension? I hope not. But if these things ever happen, I'm going to show you how meditation can help bring things down so you're calmer and these things happen so much less. Yes, we are going to take the bull by the horns and we are going to teach you to be more balanced. And meditation, let me tell you, is one of the best tools I know to do this. Let's get started. Before we officially start this episode, I want to give a shout out to all the men and all the women who are not moms who listen to this podcast, because I know you're out there because you tell me that you are. And even though you're not a mom, I just want to reassure you that you are going to get so much out of today's episode. Yes, we're focusing on how meditation specifically helps moms, but the concepts really apply to everyone. So if you're not a mom and you're listening, enjoy. You're going to get so much out of this. And if you are a mom, you are absolutely going to love this. It is going to change the way you parent and it's going to change the energy in the house. So fasten your seatbelts. This is going to be good. My journey with meditation began when my youngest was born. My husband actually was the first one in our family to start meditating. He was very official. He got a cushion and everything. And he would sit there for, I think it was 15 or 20 minutes every single day. And he meditated. And I thought, well, if he's doing it, maybe I can too. And I wasn't as official as he was. I didn't even own a pillow. I would just lie down in my bed and do it. (laughs) And that worked for me. I did it the tired mom way. And that's why I'm telling you all of this, because people think that meditation looks a certain way, but it doesn't have to look any specific way. It could look like a mom who's tired, who's literally lying in her bed and meditating. And that's still me almost every time I meditate to this very day. So I started when my youngest was newly born, and I decided that I was going to start with just five minutes a day. Because I figured if my husband could do at least 15, I think I could handle five. And I thought, I'm setting this to be such a low amount, I have to succeed. Like, who doesn't even have five minutes, even a busy working mom? So I started meditating in my bed for five minutes a day. And I couldn't believe the results. Because first of all, I'm doing it for only five minutes a day. It wasn't often at this point that I did any more than that. And also, I was lying down and doing it. 
I didn't feel like a real meditator. I felt like a tired mom. But the results were unbelievable. I'm still picturing myself years ago and just not understanding. I just didn't understand what was going on because I was getting triggered a lot, right? At this point, I had two young kids. I'm working full time. Life is crazy. I was constantly getting triggered, but I was so calm and things would happen and I would think, shouldn't I get upset? Like most normal people would get upset right now. And I was like, all Zen. I was just calm and I thought, whatever happens, it'll be okay. And it's almost like I'm outside of my body looking at myself and I'm saying, who is this person? This isn't you. You should be getting upset. You should be screaming your head off because the kids are misbehaving. What is going on? And I realized the only thing that had changed was that I was meditating. And after a few months, I realized that it wasn't just making me happier and more relaxed and calm. It was actually making me a better mom. And that's what I want for you. And that's why I'm sharing my story on how my kind of fake meditation in bed for so few minutes had such an impact on my life. And here's what I found. The more meditation you do, the better. So over time, the longer I practiced, the easier it was for me to stay calm and also see other benefits. Now, (laughs) I'm not perfect, my friend. I'm human. I get upset, of course. I still get upset. But let me tell you, I get upset so much less than I used to. Because meditation, I've learned since those first few months, it's cumulative, right? It's like exercise. The more you do, the more positive effects you have. So me just doing five minutes a day felt like it wasn't even real. It was cumulative. It was adding up day after day after day. And starting slow and very easy was really key for me because when I saw the effects of just five minutes a day, I couldn't believe it. And I felt like I'm cheating the system because I'm doing it in bed, right? Like I'm totally cheating and it's still working. Isn't cheating just the best? So that's why I have this podcast because I'm literally telling you, you can cheat at meditation and still see all the benefits. And to this day, like I said, I mostly meditate in bed. I did buy a very nice pillow. It's shaped like a flower and it's very beautiful and it makes me want to get on it, but not that much. So I still don't get on it very often. I still mostly just lie down to meditate or do it in a chair because I'm a real live mom. So I'm not going to be sitting there in some cross-legged position somewhere every single day. I don't have the energy for it. And you know what? Everything we do counts. Everything. Now, it's so funny because when I first started meditating, I thought what I'd get out of these five minutes a day was I would be less anxious. But I wasn't expecting a total brain transformation. 
And it did take me a while to notice the changes. And when I did, I was like, wow, this meditation is totally magical. And I still don't get it. I'm sitting here, what is this, eight or nine years later? And I'm telling you, I do not understand how it's possible that this could work. How can sitting in silence and focusing on your breathing literally change your brain? I am not a scientist. I don't understand how it works. I could just tell you that based on my life, it does work. I became a totally different person. I could still see myself my old way when I had my first child and I'm just anxious and unsure of myself and going every which way. And then with my second baby, I meditate and I'm suddenly more calm, more zen, more present with my family, more joyful, more patient, and most importantly, more compassionate. Every single good attribute that I wanted as a mother was slowly but surely just coming to me. So yeah, it was magical. In a prior podcast, I talk about my top three habits for self-care, and meditation is absolutely in the top three. It literally changes your brain, and it makes you the parent and the person that you've always wanted to be. At least it did for me, and I hope it does for you too. Because like I said, it's just magical. I still will never understand why just focusing on your breath literally changes your brain. But it does. And there's so much science behind it. And feel free to Google it and look up the science. Like I said, I'm no scientist, but it's out there. They've done the studies. All right, so let's talk about you. How can meditation make you a better mom? First, it makes you calmer. And to me, this is my biggest benefit. I'm just a calmer person and it cracks me up because when I meet new people, a lot of the time I get this. I'm telling you, maybe one out of two people will say this. They'll say to me, wow, you have such a calmness about you. And if you look at my podcast reviews, A lot of them say the same thing. They love my calm voice. They use that word calm so often. And let me tell you, friend, I was not born like that. That is the gift of meditation. And as a mom, you already know that being calm is probably the most important skill you can have. Anything that creates this within you is going to help you manage your life better. You'll be more patient with your kids. You can handle tough situations better. Seriously, is there anything you can't do better if you're calm about it? Because it's taking you into your parasympathetic nervous system and you can think, right? You're not in this fight or flight because who can think when they're in fight or flight, right? It's not possible. But when you're calm, you can think, you can parent. If you have a problem, you can resolve the problem. You don't have to get upset anymore. So I think that being calm and parenting, it just goes hand in hand. And that's why I feel like meditation is so incredibly important for parents. The next reason why I feel like meditation is so important for moms is because it makes you more present with your family. Thich Nhat Hanh says, 
the most precious gift we can offer others is our presence. I'll say that again. The most precious gift we can offer others is our presence. You know, in today's day and age with computers and screens and everything going on, how present are we? How present are the members of our family? I feel like that's a really, really big challenge right now. We can be in the same room as a person, but are we really present, right? Are we with them? Are we listening to them? I agree with Thich Nhat Hanh. There is no greater gift you can give somebody to really hear them. So when your kids talk to you, you're really focused on them. You're not thinking of the next thing you're going to say. You're not criticizing them. You're just thinking and listening and processing what they're saying. And then the second benefit, of course, is that while you're present with them, you're calm. So you're really a better you. And I love this, that meditation does make us more present. When we're there, we're there. We're not thinking about dinner. We're not thinking about what our job is going to be. We're not thinking about the next thing. We're more likely to be present for our family and the people we love. The third benefit that I want to talk about for meditation is so, so important to me, and I mentioned it earlier, and that is compassion. With meditation, you have more compassion. Again, I don't understand the science behind it. I'll never understand why sitting in silence and focusing on your breath can possibly give you more compassion, but it does. And I feel like it's because you're separate from your thoughts. You recognize that what you're thinking is a thought. It's not who you are. It's not who the person is. It's simply a thought, a thought that you can let go. And when this happens, you develop your compassion. And I feel like compassion is lost a lot in parenting today. We had a parenting episode a few episodes ago, and I feel like compassion is almost looked down upon in today's society for parents, because as parents, we feel like it's our job to make our kids do something, right? Make them do their homework, make them do something. But when we develop this compassion, we can more understand where our kids are coming from, right? If they're unhappy about something, instead of screaming at them or whatever, you look at it from their point of view. So for example, something that used to trigger me is when I used to tell my kids to get their pajamas on and they didn't. And in my mind, what went through my head was my kids are supposed to listen to me. So when I tell them to do something, they need to hear what I say and do it the first time. But when I parented this way, trust me, my friend, this was not a good way to parent because it caused a lot of fighting. My poor kids, right? Nobody wants to go to bed. Nobody wants their parents to be a dictator and say, you put on your pajamas right now and just climb into your bed. Instead, I could have the same rules, but I can offer it with compassion. I can tell my child, I understand you're in the middle of reading a book and you don't want to stop. I'm so, so sorry that you have to stop, but now it's bedtime. So please, when you get to the end of your page or the end of your chapter, 
please put your pajamas on. So I'm parenting with compassion and there are fewer fights. There's so much more calm in the household. And the beauty is that the result is the same. They get their pajamas on at the same time, but it's not with the struggle. It's not with fighting. It's with calmness because I had compassion to let them finish what they were doing, right? So you can use this example with anything that you're struggling with with your children. Once you have compassion for them, you see where they're coming from. I feel like you can parent so much better because you're not fighting with them and fighting, right? Like that doesn't work. I don't know if you've tried that because I have. And let me tell you, it just, it takes everyone down a bad place and nothing good comes of it. Nothing good. And I find with meditation, my compassion just continues to expand. It grows for everybody. It grows for my children, my spouse, even for things that people did to me in the past that upset me, I would have been angry at. I'm better able to forgive. And let me tell you, the best thing is when somebody cuts me off in traffic, I'm like, let it be. It's fine. If you need to get to someplace faster, go ahead. So that's what I'm telling you. It doesn't just help with your kids. It helps with everything in life. You just feel compassion for everybody. And it's a beautiful thing. It is such a beautiful thing. Okay, so now you're kind of feeling like maybe I should be meditating. If you could just do it in bed and keep it simple, you can do this, right? So I hope you're feeling that way. And let's talk about how to meditate because there's so many ways and you may be confused. If you're new to meditating or if you just want to do it this way, I love it. You can just do guided meditations. It's especially nice if you're new because somebody is literally walking you through a scene and all you have to do is do what the person tells you to do. So it's very simple and it's very lovely because they often have an intention in the meditation to put you in a certain state. So the intention may be to relax you, to fill you with joy, whatever it is, it could get you there faster. So I actually still do guided meditations a lot, even though I'm an experienced meditator, but I don't only do them. I also will do the second kind that I'm about to tell you. But again, there is no wrong way to meditate. So just do whatever you like. As long as you meditate, it doesn't really matter. The other way to meditate, at least the way I do it, is to sit or lie down in silence and simply focus on my breathing. So I may count my breaths, I may count in for four and out for four, or I may just notice my breathing. I may count in for four and out for six, because when your exhale is longer than your inhale, it's very calming. And then what I do is I focus on my breath and invariably I'll have a thought. So when I notice the thought, I'll just let it go and I'll go back to my breathing. Now, a lot of people think that to meditate, they have to empty your mind. And if you're able to do that, wow, (laughs) I can't do that. And I've actually never met anybody who could do that because it's pretty much impossible 
because your brain wants to think, right? You have a monkey mind and it just wants to think, think, think. So the biggest myth on meditation is you're just supposed to sit there and think about nothing. But like I said, that's pretty much impossible. So what you do is you think about a focal point. It could be your breath. It could be an image in your head of a flower. That's what I did when I first started meditating. It could be anything. And you just focus on that. And then when your mind wanders, as soon as you notice, you just gently bring it back. And that, my friend, is the practice. So people think the practice is on doing it, like, let's say, perfectly and never having a stray thought. Then if you never had a stray thought, you actually wouldn't be doing the practice because the practice is actually noticing the thought and bringing yourself back to your focusing on the other thing. So you notice and you bring it back. And that, my friend, is meditation. So simple, so doable, changes your brain. I don't get how, but it does change your brain and it changes everything. If you like the idea of a guided meditation, I love Insight Timer. I'm always recommending it because it's free. They do have a paid version, but you can absolutely get every meditation they offer for free. And I did something so, so special for you. I created a guided meditation just for you. So it's in the resource library. Click below to get access to it. And you are going to love this meditation. I put so much into it. It has affirmations in it because I love meditations with affirmations. Those are my absolute favorite because it's like a two in one. You meditate and you say an affirmation and I find I have the best days when I do a meditation with an affirmation. So I created one for you. It was a lot of work. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it uplifts you and it raises your day. So go down below, get it in the show notes, and you can have free access to it. So remember that I told you that you could totally cheat and meditate. So right now, you may be resistant. You may be saying that you are not going to sit in silence no matter what. I don't know why, but there are a lot of people who feel that way. And I want this podcast to be for everyone. So if you feel this way and you're still listening... I have some other things that you can do so that you can get the benefits that we talked about before. You can be calmer, more compassionate doing these other things. Okay, you are going to love this. You are going to absolutely love this. But another way to meditate besides sitting in silence is to do a mantra. You heard that right. I said mantra. We all need a mantra, right? All moms need them. A mantra, like a mantra, is a phrase that you can repeat when things are out of control. <laughs> I have quite a few mantras and even a few that I can share on this G-rated podcast. My favorite mantra is, everything's okay. I love it, right? It's so simple. It's two words. Everything's okay. But as a mom, we're always feeling like something is wrong, right? Something didn't go right. You forgot to do something. You know, as a mom, we're always forgetting to do something. Nothing is ever perfect. But when I use my mantra, everything's okay, I feel instant calm. It reminds me that this thing that I'm like 
going crazy about is really not important. And everything really is okay. I especially use this mantra if I'm being triggered because it's so powerful to me. Another mantra that I would say more when I had small kids than now, but I would say to myself, they're acting like kids because they are kids, right? So, so many times we get angry with our kids because they're acting in a way that we don't want them to act. And we get so angry. Well, instead of getting angry, just have a mantra that reminds you they're acting like kids and kids act like that. Again, it's just instant calm. So without meditation, you can have instant calm just with these expressions, just with saying these things. So you can feel free to adapt my two that I just used in the example or create something for yourself, something you can always remind yourself of when things get really bad. So powerful, my friend, so powerful. And I have another way for you to meditate if you don't want to officially meditate. And this is going to sound really simple, but it's very, very effective. When all else fails, just breathe. Just breathe, okay? You don't have to close your eyes or say om or do anything that feels crazy to you. Just breathe. There are certain ways you can do this. You can do what we talked about in the meditation. You could count in for four breaths and count out for six or eight breaths. You could just notice your breathing. But when you just pause and focus on your breathing, even that changes everything. And what I love about this is you can do this if you're in a meeting at work, right? Let's say somebody gets you really angry and you're triggered and you just want to lash out or you want to cry, instead, you could just simply breathe. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's breathing. What's the difference? You're breathing with intentionality. You're noticing your breath. You are being mindful. And let me tell you, this simple thing can make all the difference. Now, when I do this, I like to breathe in through my nose and breathe out through my nose. I don't like to breathe in or out through my mouth. I feel like I get a better inhale and exhale that way, but do it however you want to do it. Don't complicate this, right? This is so powerful because you could do it anywhere. No one knows what you're doing and you could do this in public and it just changes everything. Another breathing technique that I like to do is four, seven, eight. Now, I have to give you warnings on this one. This one could make you dizzy, so only do it under supervision if you ask your doctor. Don't do it if you're pregnant, but I like to do it before bed. And the way you do this is you totally empty the lungs of air. You breathe through the nose for four seconds. You then hold the breath for a count of seven seconds, and then you exhale completely through the mouth. You purse your lips. So in this case, you're not breathing out through your nose. You're breathing out through your mouth. You kind of make a whooshing noise and you do that for eight seconds. And you can repeat this whole cycle for up to four times. And I actually like to do this if I can't fall asleep at night. It's so calming. I only do this one when I'm lying down in bed. It's such a calming, powerful breathing tool 
And again, like, is it meditating? I don't know. (laughs) You're breathing. You're counting your breaths. It counts. You're a busy mom. So let's talk about when to meditate. When can you do this? So I like to do it when I first wake up. I don't like to jump out of bed when I first wake up. That's like icky for me. That's no fun. So when I first wake up, I'm already in bed. I'll usually grab my phone. I won't look at my email or anything, but I'll grab the timer and I'll do a meditation. So I like to do that. If I haven't done it by the time I go to sleep, I like to do it a few minutes before I go to sleep. And it really helps me get into a deep, restful sleep. Actually, now that I'm talking to you, I should so do that more often because I just feel like the quality of my sleep is so much better when I meditate. It's so awesome. So I wish for you that you'll have the joy of meditation. And I hope by listening to this, you see that it's not a big deal. Like, right? You don't have to sit and say "Om" and put your thumb and forefinger together and be an official meditator. You can literally just breathe. You can have a mantra. You could do it any which way you want. But let me tell you, the effects on you and your family are going to be so beautiful. I mean, if meditation is not something you already do, you're not going to believe it. Like words cannot express how much it changes you. If it's something that always intimidated you, I just hope that after hearing this, you are ready to just lie down in bed and get your ohm on. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to get the guided meditation from the show notes, and I'll catch you next time. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how medication can make you a better mom. Did I just say medication? (laughs) Maybe that too. 